0: more not less Uh, hebrews the uh, 10th chapter and we're going to start with the 22nd verse let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Now, here in this, he's telling me and you um, to try and provoke one another unto love and to good works and not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, he said, as the manner of some is. And you know... um. All down through my life, I've seen people that wanted to come to church just occasionally, but you could not depend upon them being there in any service. And, you know, that was one of the things that I've asked here of the people that attends this church, that if you're not going to be coming to church uh, to let others know, uh, but it don't seem to work because... uh, They don't show up, but I just wonder how disappointed they would be or what they would think of me or Daryl, either one, if it come to preaching time and you come to church and neither one of us was here. You say, well, why didn't they let us know? Well, you and I today, we're supposed to be provoking one another unto love to stir up that
1: love within us of the things of God that we might look beyond the trials and the temptations and the trouble that the devil's bringing our way is right here it is. It said, but exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. All you gotta do is look around in the world today and you can see the approach of the end of the church. It would be surprising To me, to see them start trying Christian people that are taking their sand upon the Bible. Why the The world that won't makes them feel uncomfortable, right? and if you're saying something right, that makes them feel uncomfortable, right? then you must be wrong, right? and need to be put down, right? but you and I today, right? God's word is going to make us right, feel uncomfortable, and right? we're not living up to it, right? and God's required each and one of us right? to see yourself for who we are, right? and to be honest
0: and confess our faults and failing, for that last verse. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Each and every one of us, we need to think just what God's looking down and seeing in me and you and how he's judging our life for what we're doing. If you'll go right down to the 31st verse in this same chapter, it said, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Each and every one of us is going to come face to face with God one of these days, and we're going to have to give an account of our life
1: exactly how we've lived it, So that the world and everybody that we come in contact with, they're going to know that time exactly what we did and where it was acceptable or not before God. You and I today, we might think, oh, nobody knows. It's all in secret. But everything you do, we're going to face one of these days. If not in this life, in the life to come. And we're going to come. And it's going to be a fearful thing. Huh? No matter how good we are, huh? we're going to see ourselves huh? and not being good enough huh? to go into that holy city. Huh? But they're gone. Huh? we've lived our life huh? truly in repentance huh? and humbling ourselves before God. Huh? We'll find out. Huh? God upon us and see in his son. Why, because we pray to stay and it your sure coming
0: beneath the blood in each and every one of us. We can think about these things and say, according to the world, well, it's not that bad. It's good enough. But if it's not measuring up to what God wants, then we better be getting on our knees and asking God to forgive us of our shortcomings and failings. You know, today, we're living in a day and a time when most people think that God just looks over and forgets. You know, as I was hearing in the news today, uh, not that he would know anything about God, but the Pope is already starting to make signs that the Catholic church is going to accept same-sex marriages because after all, he said, the church is open to all. You and I, the church might be open as we look at a building here to all, but it doesn't mean that we're going to be able to go to heaven. You and I today, God laid down what it's going to take to make heaven our home. And same-sex marriage is not something God is ever going to accept. I don't care if this world lasts for another thousand years. My God does not change, and he hated it in the Old Testament, and he hates it in the New
1: Testament, and he hates it today for me and you. And we need to come clean before God. Live a life that God excels, for oh, we can feel the Spirit when we get down to pray. knowing that between us and God. You know, if you can't pray and get through and talk to God and feel his spirit and feel God talking back to you. Then you don't have a relationship with him. And you're not one of him. Because oh I'm so thankful. God still hears and answer prayer. And he got his ear
0: open. I demand you. And their cries as we were studying in Sunday school. The old prophet, he didn't pray any lengthy prayer. He just prayed and asked God to do what God had already communicated to him that he was going to do. Me and you today, you know, we can look at the Bible. We can see because God has made it plain what he requires and what he's going to do. So you and I, we don't have to live and wonder, what does God think about this? If time changed to where that's okay now, we don't have to wonder about that because God's already made it plain in his word. You might say, yeah, but that was wrote so long ago. That was like yesterday in the eyes of God. Me and you, it might've been a long time ago, but when God created man, back there, and placed them in the Garden of Eden. He seen from there to the end of time, as far as man was concerned. And he made a plan of salvation that would do sufficient all the way to the end. And each and every one of us, we might not like what God has said about things. We might want to tear out certain chapters in the Bible and Just do away with them because they are changing the Bible and still calling it a Bible. But you and I today, God's word, we're not going to be able to change it because he's got a record of exactly what it said when he sent it. And that's what we're going to face when we stand before him. He's not going to be having to have some printing it man-made. God's got it himself. And you say, well, how'd he do that? He showed Moses that he could take his finger and write in stone. You and I today, God knows everything there is to know about me and about you. So there's no sense in us trying to deceive ourselves and think that our wrongs that we're doing is going to be able to get by. Hearing what we read to you said, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. You and I today, I know a lot of people, they think, well, what I'm doing is trying to work my way into heaven. Well, you're not going to make that. But if we're born-again Christian and our heart's right with God, the works that we do is going to reveal just who our Father is going to reveal just who it is that we're living to please. And each and every one of us, it's so wonderful. Even in this day and time, we can sing a hymn and it can stir our heart and feed us. Just bless us when we're all alone. Or we can sit and read God's word and just get a blessing out of it. I was sitting today and listening to the Bible on a DVD and listening to it. And you hear back in the Old Testament where God told prophets to go and tell kings certain things. And it always come true, just exactly what God said or where he predicted something was gonna happen out in the future. You got one old prophet, he'd heard what was predicted. So when the 70 years come, he was looking for the deliverance. Why? Because God said it. You and I today. God didn't put a date on when he's coming back till we know when it is. But he said, when you see all these things come to pass, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. You and I today, we're seeing the signs of the coming of the Lord in the world today. And we need to look up. Make sure that we're ready and prepared. And those that we know that sort of slacking off, not attending church the way that they should, try and stir them up a little bit. Try and provoke them unto the love of God that they might have a heart that is mindful of what God's requiring of them. You and I today, you know, that was one thing about Joe; He didn't know... Where God was at, he had tried everything to get in touch with him. So what was he going to do? He's going to be faithful in that that he knew. He wasn't going to back up from that that he knew. That's what we need to do today. We know the scripture. We know what it requires. Don't back up from it. Stand faithfully upon the word of God. And each and every one of us will find that. God is still faithful to keep his word to man. You and I, if we don't surrender all to him, when our life is over, we're going to wish it we had. And I see so many people that years ago used to stand strict upon the word of God and they're easing up on so many things that want to look over this or look over that because after all, I know somebody that I dearly love and they've got into it, so they must be away. I had a preacher to tell me that when his son was getting an adulterer. Well, they've gotta be away. I said, give me the scripture because if God says it's wrong and it's sin, the only way out is true repentance. And walking away from that sin. We cannot live in sin and say, God's forgive me. God don't forgive you and let you stay in sin. He makes a new creature out of you. So each and every one of us, please, I beg you, try and encourage and stir the hearts of those that (coughs) seem to be getting a little weary, I guess you'd say, or losing faith the way that they need. And if we don't, who's going to? While well, we get just one verse of a song to sing. Please, I beg ye stop and think, how can God use me? You know, that was a song that Mom and uh, Gloria and me was singing uh, when God was dealing with me about preaching and I got to, I couldn't even carry a tune and never could carry uh, sing that song. With Jesus used me because I really wanted him to, but I wanted him to use me the way I wanted to, not the way he wanted to. And I thought if I was singing, that was doing something for God and he were to be pleased with that. But that wasn't what God wanted for me and we got to be obedient.